This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, you guys. It's Yaz. And I want to address like one of the major questions that I get all the time. People always ask, is it love bombing or is it real? Because they said, you know, sometimes people can move fast and they really are enamored of somebody and they're really interested in that person. So I'm going to go through a couple of the red flags that it's not real. Okay. So when you first meet somebody, you want to progress slowly with that person. If the person is moving extremely fast, in other words, they have you in a relationship after week one, that is a red flag. That shows that that person is after something, some kind of supply. Why would they want to be in a relationship with you that soon when they don't even know you? And that's the question that you have to ask yourself when you first start dating somebody is, you know, why are they moving so quickly? What is their motivation to move so quickly? You know, just because, and the other red flag that you have to look for is when you want to slow it down. See, a narcissist will not want to slow it down. A narcissist is going to want to move extremely fast because they don't want you to see their mask. They don't want you to see, you know, their true authentic self, which is, you know, usually this evil person that is out to get something out of you. And they don't want you to find out about their past either. And that's another reason they move extremely fast. So that's one of the red flags is they're moving fast. The other thing that you have to ask yourself is, is this person asking me questions about myself? All right. Now, you have to be careful with that one because a narcissist who's after something big is going to put the work in and be asking you detailed questions because they want to find out if they're after something financial, they want to find out what your financial status is. So they'll, you know, they will touch base and test things and bring up little things like, you know, where you're living, how long have you lived there? Some may even ask you, you know, do you pay rent? Do you own, you know, uh, does anybody else live with you? Does anybody help you pay your bills? How do you make your bills? They're getting into personal questions too soon 
too fast, okay? That is a red flag if they're trying to find out your financial situation. Another red flag is they're trying to get your they're trying to know your kids too soon. See, a lot of these opportunist narcissists that see something that you have, maybe they want to move into your home or maybe they see that, you know, you're financially successful or something. How are they going to manipulate you? They're going to manipulate you by flattery and charm. Some will manipulate you by buying you gifts because it's an investment into something bigger later on that they plan on getting out of you. And some will manipulate you by your children. That's why single parents are a lot of times a target for a narcissist because by the time a person is a single parent, not everybody, but a lot of them, they've maybe bought a home, they've, you know, have a few years invested in a job, they may have money in the bank, okay, or maybe they're getting child support, whatever it could be, a narcissist might want to target a single parent because of their status of, you know, they figure they must have, a, a lot of them have a home or, or, you know, something because of the kids. They're not just moving from place to place. I mean, some people could have kids and move place to place, but they're going to target. And they also know that single parents could be vulnerable. All right. You know, you, you got a lot on your shoulders. You're not only dealing with yourself, you're dealing with your kids and, you know, you're, you're looking for some kind of happiness and the narcissist knows it. So what is that narcissist going to do? They're going to play up to your kids. And if you see that they're being exceptionally nice to your kids, you're going to give that narcissist a pass. And you may even move quickly with them because you say, oh, look how good they get along with my kids. First rule of thumb, you guys, you don't introduce anybody to your kids at least six months to a year, okay? And if you have kids, you do a background check on somebody to make sure they don't have a criminal record, okay? You never put your kids in, in jeopardy by bringing them around a narcissist. So understand this. If you're dealing with a narcissist that, you know, is talking about your kids more than trying to get to know you, that is a red flag. Because either they're trying to use the kids to manipulate you and show you, oh, they're this caring person. They care about the kids. Oh, I'll help you with the kids or something like that. Or you could be dealing with a pedophile that's more interested in your kids than interested in you. And you have to watch out for that, especially, you know, if you have a young uh, daughter or, you know, sometimes young sons or something like that. You have to be careful because narcissists have sick minds, Okay. So, you know, they have no morals and values. So don't think of the narcissist as, you know, oh, they would never do that because not all of them will do that, but there are some that will, and you just would never want to put your kids in harm's way. So moving too fast, you know, excessive flattery, you know, interest in your kids and they don't even know you yet. Okay asking a lot of questions about your kids and they don't even know who you are. So when you want to know whether it's real or not, you want to take a look at this person and see where are they in life? Are they, are they stable? Are they able to pay their bills or, or, they, or are they living off somebody else? Okay. Somebody who may be living off somebody else, they're living with family or they're living at a friend's house or something like that. They're not stable, okay? And if you're living independently, 
they may look at you as, you know, someone that they can move in with or they can get something out of because you've got your shit together and they don't. So when you meet people, you want people that are on your level or higher, okay? You don't want somebody that's with you for some kind of come up, all right? So that could be a red flag. Why is this person being excessively nice to me, okay? Another thing too of whether it's real or it's love bombing. When it's real, it's not gonna be sexually based in conversation. When it's love bombing, there's gonna be a lot of sexual innuendos brought up in conversation or brought up in text. They're gonna say something like, oh, I'd love to rub your back. Oh, I'd love to massage you. Um, they'll make, you know, comments about how you look, you know, oh, I love, you know, the way you, those jeans fit you so tightly or something like that. Or, you know, oh, you have the thickest lips. Oh, I'd just love to kiss those lips. And the conversation is based more on physical attraction than really somebody who's trying to get to know you. When it's real, somebody is going to want, if they're in for the long haul, they're going to want to know who you are, okay? It's not just going to be about attraction base. Because if it's based on attraction base, whether it's a narcissist or just somebody lusting after you, you know, lust is short-lived. You want somebody who loves you internally for who you are as a person. And what a narcissist will do is they will project the exact opposite, okay? So what they're going to do is they'll say, like, if you ask them, oh, what do you love about me? Because they may hit you with the love word right away. You know, if somebody hits you with the love word within the first month, even the first two to three months, you've got to be cautious with it because you could be dealing with a love bomber. And what a narcissist will say, they'll never say, oh, I love, I love you because you're so sexy because they don't want to be, you know, unmasked or show their hand. So what they're going to say is, oh, I love you because you have a beautiful heart, okay? Now, you've got to say to yourself, how would they know if I have a beautiful heart? I don't know them long enough, okay? What have I shown them to make them think that I have a beautiful heart? Or they'll say something like, oh, I love that you're a great parent. How much do they know about your parenting? How much do they know about you? So what I'm trying to say is, you know, if it, if it doesn't make sense, you know, for the length of time that they know you to make that comment, that is a red flag. So you've got to look at the timing of things. Does it fit into a perspective of dating someone, trying to get to know someone and moving on to the next step? Because those are things that somebody would say after they've known them at least six months or more, you, they've seen you around your kids, they see how you are, maybe you went out of your way for them a few times, and then they could come out and make a comment like, oh, I love you because you have a beautiful heart, because you went out of your way and you did things for them numerous times. But if they're just saying that and they only know you two, three weeks, that is BS, okay? That is just somebody trying to you know, hit you with that flattery. So you've got to be cautious about things like that. You know, bringing up sexual innu innuendos, bringing up money too soon. First of all, nobody should bring up money unless you know this person for years, okay? They have no right to know how much money you make. 
unless you're at a stage where you're ready to get engaged to that person and you're ready to combine your finances and get married, okay? If you're not at that stage of knowing somebody years, then they have no right to ask you anything about your finances. So many people divulge too soon. You're giving out information freely too fast, too soon, and the narcissist is going to test you. They may say something like, oh, well, would you sell, you know, that valuable sports memorabilia or something like that to help me out with my kids? And that is their way to test you to see if you would do it, okay? And th- and then they'll say something like, oh, I was only kidding. They're not kidding. What they're doing is they're testing you to see how generous that you are to see if they could get something out of you. What they do is, you know, especially covert narcissists, they're not direct about it and say, can you loan me money? Yeah, I mean, most of them are not direct, but what they'll do is they'll say, would you do something like that? And then they'll use a kid or something like it's for the kid. Okay. Or they'll, you know, they'll try to play the victim like, oh, you know, I'm having a hard time, you know. I I lost my job. I don't know how I'm going to pay my bills or something like that. And that that's their way of testing you to see if you say, well, you know, how much do you need? Can I help you with that? That is them testing to see if they can get any money out of you. Now, if you say nothing, then a lot of times if you're dealing with a narcissist who's after money, they're going to distance themselves from you and, and, and you know, not call you as much because now you are a dead end. Now you know their interest was in in was into you because of what you had to offer, okay? So I can't say it enough. Listen to the level of conversation these people make. What are they talking about? What the fuck are they bringing up? What is their conversation? Are they talking about money? Are they talking about sex? Are they future faking, okay? This is another one about is it love bombing or is it real? When it's real and you're dating somebody within the first six months to a year, nobody is going to bring up any kind of innuendos of let's get married, okay? Because most people don't want to rush into marriage unless there's something to gain out of it. They, They want something to gain out of it. Most people that want to get married one day and they're serious about it, they're going to want to make sure that they want to marry you. So they're not going to say, oh, you know, I could see you as the mother of my children. They're not going to say something like that within the first three to six months. You're dealing with a con. You're dealing with somebody who's future faking. If they, you know, again, it's the timing of things. If they're talking about life plans, oh, you know, I would love to buy a house with you. We're going to get married and we're going to live in this neighborhood. Wouldn't that be great? And I want three kids and everything like that. If they're talking about things like this within the first six months, that is a red flag, okay? Because people don't talk about having kids when in the first three to six months, that's your period of getting to know somebody. You're going out with them. You're doing different activities. You're st- after a while, you start to meet their family. You have different social gatherings with them. You're observing this person around other people, okay? How do they react to other people? How do they react to your friends? How do they react to your family? So if you haven't been in all these kind of social settings with these type of people, 
with this person rather, then why would they be sitting there talking about the house that you're going to buy? Okay. This is somebody who's baiting you. They're dangling the carrot, dangling the carrot because they want to see, you know, they want to build up this fantasy in your head that, you know, they're going to get married to you and they're going to be prince or princess charming and you're going to have this wonderful life together. They're building up the fantasy, okay? So a narcissist that's love bombing, they're going to come on extremely strong the first three months and they may continue to the six-month mark, okay? But I am telling you, after the six-month mark, you're going to start to see red flags. They may start to pull back if they're not getting what they want. And they're also going to pull back because a narcissist is critical. And they're going to see things that they don't like about you. Maybe they've come to your apartment and they see like you leave your clothes on the floor and they're a clean fanatic. Maybe they don't like the fact that, you know, you're going out with your friends all the time or you have close friends. Maybe they just don't like, you know, the, the fact they feel like you should be kissing their ass. They're going to find something that they don't like about you. This is just the narcissist. Understand this. When you're dealing with a narcissist, keep in mind, they're never happy, never satisfied, and they will never be satisfied with you. So they will always find some kind of criticism. So the point I'm trying to make is by the six-month mark, they're going to give you little, you know, digs here or there, all right? But it's up to you to pick up on it or they're going to dismiss you. In other words, you're not going to get the validation that you got from them in the first three to six months. They don't feel like they have to put that work in because now they feel they've got you. So the point is, once that narcissist knows that they've got you, you're, you know, you're into them. You're returning their calls. You're giving them your time, okay? You're questioning questioning them or saying something to them like, why didn't you call me back or something? You're showing the narcissist that you care. And that is telling the narcissist that, you know, they got you hooked. So once that narcissist realizes that they got you hooked, and that's like, like I said, that's generally by the three to six month mark, you know, they're going to know at that point whether they have you. That's when they're going to start to, you know, maybe not text you as much, maybe not call you as much, maybe not be as affectionate to you. And also during that time, they're going to be talking and, and having other connections with other people. It may not be a situation or relationship with other supply, but they will definitely be, you know, they're not going to be just talking to you and centering on you. And why is that? Because they don't have to. Because when they're not with you, they're getting validation just by talking to other people. And the other thing, remember this, and this is a big one, you guys, narcissists don't trust. So, you know, even though they may be in a relationship with you after six months, they're not going to, they always got to have somebody in the wings as a backup plan if things don't work out with you. And especially if you start questioning them on their bullshit they're going to be talking more and more to other people because they're going to start to see the demise of the relationship and they're going to they're not going to wait for the relationship to crumble they're going to be sure to have somebody because a narcissist fear everybody talks about this all the time all the social media is oh they're afraid to be exposed but listen to me when i tell you that is true but 
even more so, they're afraid to be abandoned. This is why a narcissist always goes into another relationship real fast after they get out with you, okay? And a lot of times they were, you know, already in a relationship towards the ending of the relationship with you. And sometimes narcissists could have a relationship the whole time while they were with you and you didn't know that, okay? You know how many clients that I coach were dealing with, you know, people that uh, were with divorced people and they thought they were divorced and they weren't divorced and they were still talking and having situationships with their ex and they never ever were having any um, intentions on getting divorced to them. And they're coming to you and they're telling you they're single, but what they're doing is they're, you know, they're, they're on a break with the other person or they fight with their, their, you know, husband or wife. And then they, you know, they bounce back. Okay. So stop letting a lot of time go by, you know, before you progress to the next level and, and don't even mess with anybody that is not fully divorced. If they're divorced, you want to see those divorce papers and make sure that they're court certified papers. Okay. All right. You want to see original copies, not, you know, you know, doctrinated copies that they made to try to convince you that they're divorced and they will do that. They will try to fool you with that kind of stuff. Okay. You could even look up court records if you want, if you're real good. And the other thing is, so we're talking about, is it love bombing or it's real? Okay. So the bottom line is when it's love bombing, you're going to get the future faking. You're also going to get the relationship moving fast and you're going to get the mirroring. Okay. You're going to have too much in common. All right. In other words, you tell them, you know, oh, I love to, you know, go to the opera and they'll say me too. I love the opera. I, you know, I went there last year. I had you guys, I'm going to make you laugh. I was dealing with a narcissist that actually told me that his mother was the same horoscope sign as me. And later on, I found out it was a lie. I mean, how pathetic is that really? Okay. Mirroring. This is what they're going to mirror. Or they'll say something like, oh, what's your sign? Oh, we get along real. And then they'll pick the sign that's compatible with that horoscope sign and say, oh, we're compatible. Or they'll say something like, you know, if you're very religious, oh, I always went to Sunday school. Oh, I loved it. You know, I haven't gone soon, but we should go together. Oh, I would love to get back into that. So whatever you're into, they're into too. Okay. So you're going to know whether it's love bombing or it's real. If you know, number one, a love bomber, it's going to be too good to be true. Let me say this again for the people in the back. Listen and listen good, you guys. When they're love bombing you, it's going to be too good to be true. And why is that? Because it is too good to be true. All right. So you know you're dealing with a fake one. Nobody's, as my girlfriend would say, when I was dealing with one of the many narcissists that I've dealt with in my life, you know, plus other people and family and everything. One of the things that my girlfriend, she made me laugh. She's my home girl, ride or die. She said to me, and it's so true. She said, nobody's that fucking nice. And she was so right because the person I was dealing with was like, you know, too much trying to know my, you know, about my kids and everything like that. It was over the top. It was over the top. 
And that's how you're going to know that you're dealing with a fake one, a love bomber. It's too good to be true. It's too lovey-dovey, too soon before they even know you. And the other thing too is if they're trying to prove something to you really, if they're trying, you know, to prove that they're so perfect for you too soon, that is a red flag. And, you know, they're trying to prove that they're compatible and compatible rather, and everything like that. You know, a narcissist that is a shady narcissist trying to love bomb you. Okay. I'm trying to remember, I had the exact thought of what I was going to tell you with this is that they want to earn your trust really fast and really soon. And when you back off from them and you say, you know, let's just take it slow, see their reaction in it. Now, some of them will try to be slick about it and say, yeah, sure, I know we could take it slow, but it won't last long. And then they're going to be pressuring you again. You're dealing with a narcissist, da-da, they're pressuring, pressuring, pressuring you to move fast in the relationship, okay? If they're pressuring you to move fast, you're dealing with a narcissist. And the other thing too, that you're dealing with a fake love bombing narcissist and it's not real, is that they're too, you know, um, how do you say, they're too, uh, they're too easy to deal with. In other words, they're, they're, they're going out of their way to impress you too much. Okay. Or they're not, you know, they're not having an opposite opinion. Like if you say, Oh, you know, I want to go to the movies. They're not saying, well, you know, let's try this or something like that. If it's too much like, yeah, no, we'll do whatever you want to do. We'll do, you know, they're too accommodating when they're overly, overly, overly accommodating too much too soon in the beginning, that could be a red flag. You're dealing with a narcissist trying to win you over and you'll know in time, you'll know in time. Okay. The other thing too, of whether it's love bombing or whether you're dealing with, um, you know, a real one is, you know, the, like I said, they're moving slowly. Um, a real one moves slowly. They want to get to know you and all of that. So you guys, the bottom line is this, you know, there is no, you know, romance novel here. That's not real life. And I'm telling you because I've been through it. And the problem is everybody is got their head when they're younger, they have a, their head in a Disney movie thinking about Cinderella and the prince and all this and everything. And that's not real life. Real love is when two people come together and, you know, it's almost like you're with your best friend. They got your back. Um, you have their back and you, you go through life together as one to help each other. And you would sacrifice for each other. A narcissist won't sacrifice. Understand that. That's why they're horrible, horrible, horrible. Did I say horrible? Horrible partners. Okay. And you will, and you really see the wickedness of it when you have children with them and you get divorced, okay? If you haven't had children with a narcissist, you haven't seen the wickedness of what a narcissist could do, okay? They will torture you. They will try to take away your freedom. They will torture your kids. They will try to bankrupt you. They will, you know, 
people have gotten, things get heated, you guys. If you ever went to family court, it's the hottest court out there with tempers flaring, sometimes worse than criminal court, all right? So, you know, the bottom line is be careful of who you marry because it could be a life sentence sometimes because you'll be left with the responsibility of doing everything and raising those children on your own. And especially if you have a special needs child, it's one hell of a sacrifice, but you do it for your kids because you love your kids unconditionally, but you lose your own life when doing that because it is so much labor intensive when you have children and you have no help and you have a narcissist that's not helping you, okay? So let me get back to on point. So when it's real and when it's fake, whether it's love bombing, it's going to move fast. They're going to be saying they love you. They want to marry you in the first three months. Okay. Red flag. They're going to say they miss you in the first week. Red flag. They're going to talk about how sexy you are right up front because sex is on the brain because you got a narcissist that's out for sex and lusting you. They're going to talk about money right away. You got a narcissist that wants money out of you. They're going to talk about, you know, oh, they love, they'd love to about your home because they want to move into your home. You know, these are all the red flags. They're going to future fake and build up this wonderful life. Oh, we could build something together. You and I could have built a business together. And, you know, I had people that wanted to be podcasters with me. Oh, they found out I was a podcaster. Oh, we could do it together. You know, they were looking for a come up. They were looking, they weren't interested in me. They were looking for a come up. All right. So listen to the level of conversation. And again, if it's, if they're too good to be true, most likely they aren't real. Okay. And the only way you're going to know for sure is to move slowly and slow the narcissist down. The other thing too, is you want to see how the narcissist reacts to when you have confrontation. How do they deal with confrontation? A narcissist in the beginning, remember what I said, they're going to be accommodating when you have confrontation. They're going to, they may even apologize. I've had narcissists apologize actually to me during the love bombing stage because they were after the big pot. Okay. A pot of gold or whatever. So they, you know, I'm sorry. I said that. I'm sorry. Because they knew they, you know, ruffled my feathers. So they had to do some damage control because they had snapped out at me. And then they were showing, you know, the evil fangs of the narcissist came out and now they had to do damage control and be like, Oh, I'm sorry. You know, I didn't mean that or something. But later on, see, I knew the wolf that I was dealing with in these situations. All right. Towards the end, I knew the wolf in the beginning, the relationships that I had prior to that, I didn't know, but you know, the more I was educated on narcissism, the more I was able to spot it. And the more I realized, you know, what a toxic individual this person was. And this was one tenth of what I would get later on. And that's why I said, I, I got it. I'm out, you know, I'm out. This person is no good. I got to get out of this. All right. So this is what I'm telling you. Look at how the person is when you have conflict with them. Are they able to communicate or did they give you the silent treatment? Are they passive aggressive? You see any kind of passive aggressive behavior, nine times out of 10, you're dealing with a covert narcissist that can't communicate. Ding, 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 ding. 
They are the fucking worst, all right? You're going to be beating your head on the wall trying to deal with a covert narcissist because they'll never, ever, you know, open up and be honest about shit, okay? They're, they're very, very shady, and they don't tell you what's on their mind. So you see any kind of passive-aggressive behavior, even during love bombing stages or anything, run, run the other way, you guys. It is horrible to be married to a covert narcissist. You Not only will you feel alone, you're going to be dealing with a cold fish that can't communicate, that's gossiping behind your back to their family and, and smearing you to their family and friends, and they're all going to be ganging up and triangulating against you, all right? They're, they're underhanded, they're sneaky, and, you know, they will try to throw you jabs. And then when you see these people at a family party, they're all looking at you, you know, sideways because the covert narcissist was bad-mouthing you. Listen to me when I'm telling you I'm trying to save your life because I've been through it, all right? I'm trying to save lives. So, you guys, you see any kind of these signs, that passive-aggressive behavior, that sarcastic remark, oh, it was only a joke business, and then they laugh about it and tell you you're sensitive? Red flag, let me get the fuck out of here because I'm dealing with an asshole narcissist, all right? Because like I told you, that's just the beginning of the toxicity that will come later on, okay? See, real a real person can, you know, that is a healthy person to be in a relationship is able to own their, you know, their wrongdoings. They can own their shit and they could say, you know, I'm sorry about this or whatever. And it's not during the love bombing stage. It's later on, they're able to sit down they're, they validate you, they listen to you, they respect you. See, a narcissist is going to portray the exact opposite in the beginning of the relationship. Like they respect you, they're into you. Oh, you're so intelligent. Oh, you're so pretty. Oh, this and that. Give it a couple of months, gang. Give it a couple of months, at least six months, all right? And then you're going to see that they're not going to be so accommodating. It's going to start to drop, or they're going to be a little, you know, distant from you. And then they're not going to tell you why they're distant. They're going to say, no, nothing's wrong. I'm fine. I'm just tired. I'm just, you know, I'm just busy. You know, covert narcissists love to tell you they're tired. They're busy all the time. There's always an excuse, okay? They went from being this loving, wonderful person the first six months. And then after six months, all of a sudden, you know, they don't want to be bothered with you. And then when you pull back, you pull away from them, all of a sudden, I love you. I missed you. Okay. It's all manipulation. They draw you in and out, draw you in and out. Okay. So like I said, you know, it's, it's gotta use your common sense. If it doesn't seem right, it's not right. Bottom line, period, dot, end of story. If it seems too gushy, it's not right, all right, because they don't know you, all right? So I hope that helps you guys. I was able to touch on some things. There's always more info that you could add to this, all right? But the best way is to just move slowly. And I'll tell you, some people have come back to me and they've said to me, oh, I was love bombed for years and I never knew. No fucking way were you love bombed for years and there wasn't a red flag. You didn't pick up on the red flag or you didn't know the red flag or you, you, you know, you ignored the red flag. Okay. Cause there's always red flags. I'm telling you after the six month mark, they can't keep it up unless you've got, you know, uh, you know, the biggest, 
bank account out there that would keep that mask on that they'll put the act on, okay? So I hope that helps you guys. If it does, please hit the subscribe button and please share the podcast. Have a great day. If you guys are having a problem in your dating or relationship or you're dealing with somebody maybe that's narcissistic, you don't know if they're a narcissist or you're just having problems, you're in a toxic relationship and you need some clarity on it, go to the link in the podcast description for my website where I offer email and phone coaching. If you have a quick question, just a quick question, and you want to get a video sent back to you answering your question, there's also a link there for Vizio where I will send you a personalized video answering your question. Hi, you guys, it's Yaz, and I want to tell you about my two books on Amazon. The first book is Regain Your Power. It's all about power and relationship. Who has the power in the relationship? And it goes into all of that, okay? The other book is Signs He's Not Into You, He's Wasting Your Time, okay? Check it out. It gives you a lot of good clues as to whether you're with somebody who's a real one or somebody who's just going to waste your time. You could read them both with Kindle's free trial membership. So check it out. Link is in the podcast description. Hi, you guys. I just want to let you know that The Game Exposed now has their merchandise available. Check out the link in the bio and you could go check it out. There's cool hoodies, cool sweatpants, cool hats. So go to the bio for the link. And also, don't forget to follow me on Facebook at the game exp 123 and also on Instagram the game exp 123 okay and have a great day